In a culture fueled by ambition and the pursuit of status, Jesus turns everything upside down with a surprising act. John 13 reveals him as the ultimate servant leader, offering a profound invitation to love radically. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible in Prayer podcast, the show where we simply read the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build lasting habits of both of these in our lives. So join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer daily habits in our lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John or the future books that we'll be covering. While some seek titles and positions of influence, John 13 shows Jesus washing his disciples' feet. This isn't simply about foot washing. It's a demonstration of love in action. What would it look like to follow his example? So before we get started reading, let's dive into the context and remind ourselves what the book of John is all about. It's a unique and beautiful portrayal of Jesus, presenting him as the divine word who became flesh and dwelt among us. It emphasizes Jesus' identity as the Son of God, full of grace and truth, and highlights his miracles, his teachings, and his interactions with people, particularly his disciples. John's gospel aims to lead readers to faith in Jesus and eternal life by getting us to see him as the Son of God, the Word became flesh. But now zooming in on John 13 specifically, Jesus washes his disciples' feet here, offering a radical lesson in humility. He knows that his betrayal is imminent, yet he serves even the person who will turn against him. He then commands his followers to love one another sacrificially the way he had, setting the groundwork for life after his departure. So with all that being said, let's jump in and read together John chapter 13. Now, before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his time had come, that he would depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he came from God and was going to God, arose from supper and laid aside his outer garments. He took a towel and wrapped it around his waist. Then he poured water into the basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Then he came to Simon Peter. He said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, You don't know what I am doing now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, Someone who is bathed only needs to have his feet washed, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not all of you. For he knew him who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. 
So when he had washed their feet, put his outer garment back on, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord. You say so correctly, for so I am. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Most certainly I tell you, a servant is not greater than his Lord, neither is the one who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I don't speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture might be fulfilled, he who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. From now on, I tell you before it happens, that when it happens, you may believe that I am he. Most certainly I tell you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Jesus had said this, he was troubled in spirit and testified, Most certainly I tell you that one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another perplexed about whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was at the table, leaning against Jesus' breast. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him and said to him, Tell us who it is of whom he speaks. He, leaning back as he was on Jesus' breast, asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus therefore answered, It is he to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. After the piece of bread, then Satan entered into him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. Now, nobody at the table knew why he said this to him, for some thought because Judas had the money box that Jesus said to him, Buy what things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Therefore, having received that morsel, he went out immediately. It was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him immediately. Little children, I will be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you can't come, so now I tell you. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Then Simon said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you can't follow now, but you will follow afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for me? Most certainly I tell you, the rooster won't crow until you have denied me three times.
All right, that concludes the reading of John chapter 13. Let's notice a couple of things from this passage. First, the significance of a servant heart. Titles and status fades, but a humble heart reflects true intimacy with Jesus. Instead of pursuing influence, embrace the posture of a servant. Jesus got down on his hands and knees and washed his disciples' feet. So we should search for practical ways to serve other people, prioritizing their needs over our own. We need to serve humbly because that is how we are great in the kingdom of heaven. Secondly, we need to respond to betrayal with love, just like Jesus did with Judas. Because even knowing that Judas would betray him, Jesus did this selfless act of love. He resisted bitterness and revenge. He got down on his hands and feet, and he washed Judas's feet. Extend grace and mercy, letting Jesus' forgiveness flow through you. Thirdly, love should be our identity. Let love be what defines us to the world. Jesus said, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The world teaches self-promotion, but Christ's kingdom defines us by our selfless love. How do we treat one another? How can you actively love those who are challenging or quote-unquote undeserving? Sacrificial acts of kindness, extending forgiveness, and seeing Christ in everyone marks us as Jesus' disciples in the world. Let's go to God in prayer about these things. Father in heaven, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his servant heart. Thank you for showing us what a true king looks like. A king that gets down on his hands and knees and washes feet. He serves, even when he is in the midst of his betrayers. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his humble, selfless servant heart. Please, Father, help us to be like Jesus, that we can respond to betrayal with love, that as people treat us badly, as people backstab us or betray us, that we can respond with the same love that Jesus showed as he washed Judas' feet and sat around the table and ate with him. Help us to learn from Jesus' example and to be able to extend this selfless and sacrificial love to each other as well. And Father, help love to be our identity, that the world can look at us and see us as your children because of the way that we love one another. Help us to learn from Jesus' example and to demonstrate that in all of our interactions with people, that the world will know that we are different because of the way we love. We love in a supernatural way because we've been shown how by our Lord and Savior, the servant King Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, that concludes today's Bible and Prayer. In John 13, Jesus doesn't simply teach love. He lives it. Washing dirty feet showcases a humble attitude and willingness to serve even those who might harm us. 
may we reject the desire for status and choose a life lived for others, embodying Jesus' servant leadership, the very heart of genuine discipleship. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 14. This has been Elijah with the Bible and Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.